Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. I am so delighted to have you guys back again. And once again, I've met a brilliant new friend on the show coming on here to, to educate us. Her name is Sean Tegmeyer. Welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here, Nelia. I'm excited that you're here. You know, we were just talking about how how, um, you know, when I trust people, to, people trust me to come on their show and tell their story. And it just creates this beautiful friendship, you know, and honestly, I love these one-on-one conversations. I know there's more than just us listening, but I love these one-on-one conversations. Fantastic. So I'm excited. I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to let you know a little bit about Sean. So Sean is a former chain smoking couch potato who not only quit smoking, took a chance in believing in herself, changed careers, and is loving life. I love this so much um, because there's so many people just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, sorry, I'm just, I kind of really want, I'm excited. Um, Sean lives in Northern Illinois with her husband and two dogs. She has two grown boys who she's quite proud of. She's a certified personal trainer, Mm -hmm. several certifications. She's a published author currently working on her second book. I don't know where to start. First of all, what's it like in Illinois right now? Oh my gosh. I think we just completely, it's so funny. I had some clients today and they all said, why is it 80 degrees? where did the 60s and 70s go you know yes so um yeah it's just kind of I don't we don't really want to complain because we know we live in the midwest and we kind of have junky weather a lot but um yeah it's like 80 and kind of humid and you know we just aren't acclimated to it yet same here we had snow what four weeks ago and now it's it's like so I don't know what it would be for your temperature but it's like 33 degrees here so it's oh yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm curious, Sean. I really am because although I, I do a podcast on self-care, um, I don't claim to be perfect in self-care, but I am now aware that I need to do self-care and why. So for me, not that I like to admit it, but I am a smoker. Okay. And how do you go from like how do you make the decision? What was it that led you to make the decision one day to, to change your life? Um, it was really kind of accidental. 
Um, I was, I, and it's, it's kind of funny. I can, I can hone right back to that day when I was at work and, um, all of a sudden I could really smell myself. Mm. Like, I mean, like a dirty, filthy ashtray. And I I was kind of like one of these number. Oh my God. And my hair was longer and I was, oh my God, this is me. I, I don't, I just had this epiphany that I literally smelled like an ashtray. And I kind of thought, you know, I, I, oh, this is, it was embarrassing. Mm. It was just so odd. Well, I was 36 years old at the time and I had been smoking like a real adult, you know, for 18 years. So half of my life. And um, when I do something, I kind of jump both feet in. <laughs> I'm all in, you know? Um, so I was, I was a good little smoker. I smoked like it was my job, you know, pack, pack and a half a day. And I just got a whiff of myself one day, which I find really odd even now, you mm-hmm. know, and I ended up, um, as fate would have it, they were having a no smoking hypnosis thing. And so I went and did that with my husband. Now he didn't quit, but I did. Mm. And so after I quit smoking about three years into it, I realized I'd gained quite a bit of weight, (laughs) you know? And so after gaining the weight, I went to Weight Watchers, started losing the weight and kind of started doing a little bit of like walking and stuff like that, a little bit of exercising, which led into running, which... Um, it just kind of took off from there. And I wanted to learn more about running because I was like, oh, hey, this is kind of fun, you know, and I was getting all this different advice from people and all of it rather conflicting. So I thought, oh, I need to go find my own information. (laughs) So I went to our uh, McHenry County College here, our local community college and started taking some classes just in fitness for my own knowledge. Next thing I knew, I was taking one class after another, and it was like they were all geared for a certification or a certificate, you know, so I got my fitness certificate, and then I thought, okay, Uh, so I tested, went and got my test, the national certification to be a personal trainer, and um, yeah, just kind of quit my day job. A little bit more to it than that, but in a nutshell, that was it. Sound too easy. I know, and it wasn't. It was not. Even just to make the decision, like, can I quit smoking? Even just that is for a lot of people. And then to actually get physical, sometimes it's it's to start. Sometimes it just there's this big hurdle, and people don't start. Yep. From what I've heard, uh, once you get started, you start to see progress, and you start to feel better. So exercise doesn't hurt as much. And, and then the momentum comes, but, but right at the beginning, it couldn't have, I don't know. It just made it sound a little too easy. Oh yeah. That's what I mean. It was not honestly. Um, now that was what, that was 21 years ago. Wow. I have to do math in my head real quick. Um, that was 21 years ago. And honestly, in 21 years, I've, you know, since I've quit, um, I've been through quite a bit. I've done a lot of different things. And um, that was the hardest thing I've ever done was quit smoking. I believe you it. Know? It was 
Well, being a smoker, you know, and I don't know if you smoke quite like it's your job, like I used to do. You no, know? not that much. <laughs> it was horrible. But, you know, like I'd have dinner and then I'd have a cigarette after dinner and then I'd get up in the morning and have like, you know, maybe a half a pack of cigarettes and a pot of coffee for breakfast. So it was like, okay, come home from work, eat dinner, go to bed. You know, get up in the morning, like right where you barely had enough time to get to work, you know, not allowing yourself any of that extra time. And um, they taught us like in hypnosis to like be snapping a rubber band all the time, you know, every time you felt like having a cigarette to, you know, so I probably had like a lot of welts, you know, on my wrists. But yeah, it was so it was, it was really hard. And I think, you know, like you're just thinking all day, every day about, oh, my little nicotine friends, my little nicotine friends, you know, oh, I miss my little nicotine friends. And then it, it just seemed like it took forever. But eventually, you know, like you think, oh, hey, I think a whole hour went by and I didn't think about my little nicotine friends, you know. Those things that are worth it are difficult. That's what makes them... You know, otherwise we would have done it a long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, good yeah. for you. you. Should be proud yeah. of yourself. Yes. And most people do put on weight because it's just you have to. Um, and I think that's just re you have to replace the habit with something else. I think. Yeah, you I do. Have to, yeah, and it was like this, and they also said something about um, I can't remember all the scientific stuff but they said like every time you smoke you know you're doing something 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 so your metabolism's going or you know these enzymes or hormones or something that would kind of get you <laughs> and um so without smoking you're not doing that anymore either so yeah I love it thank you for sharing that with us yeah so how do you feel now awesome <laughs> No, I really do. I feel good. You know, it's funny all these years later. Yeah. Wow. So what is the name of your book? Uh, Can I see it? Here it is. Yes. I remember now I did look it up. Yeah. On. Yes. yes. Running with Walt. Yes. That sounds like a great friendship. You and Walt. Can you let us oh know who he is? Yes. Um, Walt is the one that planted a seed in my brain. Uh, my oldest son and his oldest son, they're both 32 now. Um, they were in fifth grade and they we were on the same travel soccer team. So if anybody knows about travel sports of any kind, when you're in one of those travels, traveling teams, every weekend you're going here there and everywhere mm -hmm. and um all these families kind of become your best friends and walt bobby's dad had um started this thing called running and um i was like what's wrong yeah, with this foreign yeah. thing right it's foreign thing and when you're a new runner you want to you just really want to talk about it and his wife was like, I'm, I'm done listening. I'm just done. <laughs> you know? And somehow he ended up like talking to me, you know, just, oh, and you do this and you do that. And I'm like, mm hmm, okay, that's nice. Cause I was like really kind of too polite to say, 
I, I don't not interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> and I was like, well, that looks kind of rude. So I'll just kind of listen. Oh. So I continued to listen. And um, it must have just something in my brain stuck because um, I was out with one of my morning walks one morning and um, I thought, I wonder if I could run. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> so I tried to run a block and a half to my house. And I really, I thought it, I about collapsed like halfway into somebody's front yard. Like, <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Yeah, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, but anyway, I tried it again the next day and the next day. And I just kept going. And um, I just kept running. And it I got a little I've never been a good runner, I'll say not a fast runner, you know. Um, but I used to always think, gosh, I you know, Walt was in a running group and I eventually joined in with those people, you know, it took a couple of years. So this wasn't another fast thing, you know, <laughs> but I still remember like one day Walt called me because he was, you know, we'd, we'd be at different 5Ks and stuff. And I remember Walt, Walt calling me going, hey, Sean, do you want to, um, do you want to go trail running with me this weekend? And I was like this, I'm running with Walt, I'm fine, you know? <laughs> to run with my mentor the guy that because then after I started running he would you know help me guide me and give me advice and stuff like that so and then um it was funny because like with all my quit smoking and weight gain and da, 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 um, when I met more running people and stuff and started coaching people I mean got that far people are like gosh you really need to tell your story you know this is such a great story and Walt would say that too. And I, I was joking. I'd say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to write a book and it's going to be called Running with Walt. And Walt, you know, we would laugh, we laugh and Walt goes, okay, let me know when we're going to book signings. And I'm like, okay. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So Another obstacle. Signing. Yeah. Another obstacle. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I wrote the book. And <laughs> I said, okay, we got to go on book signings now. That's amazing. I love that because sometimes, you know, I think small steps are better than big steps because for so many reasons, but for me, the, it's just some, most people, when they want to start something, overcome something, mm -hmm. they want to see results right away. And then they fail because results don't come that quickly. Right. So the fact that, you know, you conquered all these things, but it took you a couple of years. Like people need to know that because I don't want people to think, Oh, you know, I don't have the willpower. I don't have this. It's, it's a learned skill, I think. Oh, oh my gosh. You, yeah, you are absolutely right. And people do think that, and that's the thing, like with any kind, anything that you do, whether people want to, you know, like as a trainer, I'll have people come in and go, well, I need to lose 25 pounds. And I'm like, all right, well, let's just, let's just look at, you know, maybe five pounds to start. Because if you start working out and if you don't lose 25 pounds, like in three or four weeks, you're going to be like, well, forget it. This is not working for me at all. Or if people want to do like, um, like run a 5k, I said, people don't just hop out of bed and say, gee, I think I'll run a 5k today. 
work. Said, there's, like a, there's like training that has to go into it and stuff, you know? Yes. And if you fall down, just get back up again. Yes. Yes. That's crazy. I love it because I know that one of the things that you, you talk about often is overcoming fears and doubts and doing something you may think that you never were able to do. So how do you find the courage? Like, how do you find the strength to just do it anyway? Um, I think like over, like over the years, I th and I think we've all done this and, you know, different ages and stuff like that. Um, and some people probably figure it out earlier than others and other people may never figure it out. Um, you know, you think, oh, well, I could do this, but, you know, maybe I'll wait till next year. I don't think I'm quite ready now, you know, and then another year goes by and it's like, okay, if I would have done that, I would have been this much further along, you know, so I try to keep that in mind when I want to do something, I kind of think, okay, all right, well, if you're going to wait, where are you going to be in a year from now, you're still not going to have completed this. You know what I mean? Does that yeah, make sense? For sure. And my mentor always says to me, he says, time is going to pass anyways. Exactly. So yeah, the time is going to pass. Yeah, I mean, you can, you know, are you, where are you going to be? Somebody said that to me at the beginning of COVID, you know, because I suffer from um, certain mental illness and I'm like, oh, I'm nervous about COVID. You know, although I've never been at home, I, I'm a central worker. So I've, all, I've worked through the whole time. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I think if I was home, it would affect my mental health. How do we do this? You know, and I'm thinking in a year's time, I have to make some goals, you know, whether mm -hmm. I achieve them or not, just to think, you know, one step, one baby step at a time. Mm -hmm. And it was great because I opened a business. I started a podcast. I wrote a book <laughs> all through COVID, right? You know what? It kept me sane. <laughs> but everything started with one step and I would falter and no, I can't do this, you know, and then you take another step. But I think the longer you wait, the harder it is. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Because I think like while you're waiting, like if you start something and you go, oof, that's not working really well, hmm. then I think you get those like bad little voices in your head that are like, oh, look at how bad you did when you started. It's just, and then it just kind of snowballs into this big thing that's like, oh, it's not even worth it. So yeah, I think um, just try it. Try whatever you're gonna try. I'm like, I tried running a block and a half. <laughs> did, you have, did you have supporters right at the get-go or did you have naysayers that are like, uh, I don't think you're gonna, you know, like what did you, what kind of support did you have? Or did you even have support? Like besides Walt, like right when you were starting off and saying, hmm, I think I need to quit smoking and I think I need to. Yeah, I think like when I started, when I was quitting smoking, I, um, <clears throat> my husband who still smoked was supportive, you know, and my boys were pretty young at that time. So I think that they were supportive, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, and then the two guys that I worked for, they were, um, and I, they're, I'll just do this again. They're in the book. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, show, in the us book. The show us the cover again. I really love it. Love that. How a chain smoking couch, potato coffee couch. I love it. 
Um, but the two guys that I worked with, that I worked for, Bill and John, they are um, what I would call violent anti-smokers. I hate those people too, though. Come on. I know, I know. Like, yeah, it's like, come on. Guys. People who used to be bigger and now they're thinner. Like, just give everybody time on their journey. Everybody, you have to be kind to everybody. Yes. You don't know what battles people are going through. Exactly. You know, that's what makes me kind of, I get kind of ticky with people, like when they're a little bit judgmental. Yes. And that's, that's hard. That doesn't help. Because no. Sometimes I find the times that I'm trying to do something new and I've been sabotaged, mm -hmm. not so much me, but it's maybe lack of support, which I shouldn't really put my emphasis on other people's support, but it helps, right? Like, let's be honest. Um, right. What doesn't help is somebody say, okay, when you get there, you let me know. Like, yeah. like they don't believe in like you. They don't, they don't believe that you're going to get there. Yeah. And if you yeah. feel that others don't believe in you, then it's hard to believe in yourself. But that's why I love this conversation, because as long as you believe it yourself, you're doing it for you. Mm -hmm. That's don't worry about what others are saying. No, no, you, know, you don't have to do it for you. And until you're ready, it's not, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, cause I've had, um, I've coached many running groups, you know, I'm so um, proud of you. Every time you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a fitness. I'm like, good for you, Sean. This is amazing. This is years of experience. I love, I this is like a COVID year doing a podcast and a book. No, I, I love that you took this, this transformation that happened to you and you feel so good about it and as you should you feel so like like you're you're treating yourself kindly and self-care and self-love and now that you know how it felt before and how you know it feels now of course you're going to want to share that with everybody teach people how to live better. I love that so much. Exactly. That's what I want to do. And um, like, like where I used to work, I just recently retired from there. But um, after Yay, another years, hurdle. <laughs> Yay. But like, we all had like a little bio up and stuff. And it's like, well, what is your mission? And I said, well, my mission is to just have, I want to teach people to learn how to like enjoy exercise. I don't want them to come in and go, oh, I gotta work with that Sean again today. <laughs> I said, I want them to come in and go, woo, it's my training day. And, you know, I just want people to have fun and it doesn't matter. You don't have to be, you know, like bench pressing or anything crazy like that. You know, you can do anything, just get out there, get moving. That's all I really want people to do, get out, enjoy life. And then you'll see the physical benefits for a variety of different reasons for different people. Like um, some of my, my clients are older where they can get down on the ground and maybe play with their grandkids, um, you know, young moms or dads, you know, playing with their kids or doing the sports, the traveling soccer and baseball teams, you know, and just just basically getting out enjoying life and like it's all self care and being more healthy. Um, because the healthier you feel you don't have to be a fitness model. I mean, very few of us are. 
I you know, that. thank you for reminding us. You know, I mean, it's so funny because um, I know like when I ran my first marathon um, and I mean, it was surprising. Um, people always look and I always laugh when people look at me and they go, they'll be like this. <laughs> Are you still running? And I'm like, damn, I ate too many cookies again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Obviously, I don't look like a runner, you know, but it's so funny when you see like a marathon, you know, you see them on TV and they always show like, you know, here come the elite people, you know, from Ethiopia. You're funny. And everything. You're, funny. You're making me. <laughs> and then here comes like the Olympians behind them. And then there's like, you know, then there's the ones that are just trying to make the Olympics and all that. Now, like in the Chicago Marathon, there's usually, I think, I don't know, 45,000 people. So maybe the first couple of thousand are those people. Right. And then there's the rest of the herd, you know, <laughs> that all different sizes and shapes and ages it's it's amazing but that's what moves me yes are those yep. other people exactly exactly not, not to discount all the work of the athletes like that is hard work not to discount any of, of their accomplishments but because i'm not in that category i tend to respect the people <laughs> you know um yeah. Besides the heart rate and the cardio, what, what can you tell us for a beginner runner who may not know some of the benefits of running? Yes, actually, I, um, I'm working with a group right now. We're doing um, a five mile training group and um, we kind of started and I, we just did a 5k group before that. And when we're starting running, cause people are like, I, I can't run. I'm like, no, 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 I know. <laughs> Nobody just comes <laughs> up running, right? Um, so we do, we do like, um, we start with a run walk. Like I'll have them run for two minutes and walk for one minute. Run for two minutes, walk for one minute, for 20 minutes. And now like, like you said, cardio. Um, and honestly, running is more cardio than anything else. It's really not muscle strengthening. So I ask them to do cross training and stuff like that, like a little bit of strength training or aerobics class or biking or something besides that, you know. Mm. Um, but I think one thing that um, it was funny, one of the runners was saying, I mean, I know it's good for us. It's good for your, you know, your blood flow and all that good stuff and your heart and everything. Um, and, you know, it brings down your fat, you know, you know, and, um, but it's when you're out there, it's cleansing. Mm. It's really cleansing. And one of the gals was just saying the other day, because we have um, a running store here in our town and it's a big group of runners, you know, and we all run. And um, one of them was just saying the other day, she's like, you know what I just love about this group? It says, it's just, we're just all here. And, you know, somebody matches up with somebody and nobody cares what your job is or how much money you make or what kind of car you drive. And they're not, you know, there's no competition wow. and that's what we love. It's just, you know, we just run along and chat about this and chat about that. And yeah, it's just, so I think it's just cleansing and it's companionship. If you're running with people and I, 
feel like I solve a lot of my own world problems when I'm out for a run by myself. It clears your mind, right? It clears your mind and it's really stress busting, mm. really stress relieving. Mm -hmm. So when you're starting out, I just have a personal question. So if you're starting out and you don't run, mm -hmm. just like the go for, I'd probably be doing half a block. Okay. Like me. So how long does that stage last? Like if you go out two, three times a week, let's say. Um, I would go out two, three times a week and do like the two minute run, one minute walk for 20 minutes. Okay. And then the next week do um, three times again, because I'll have them run three times. Um, then we go to a three minute run and a oh. two minute walk. Okay. So just and then just like a little bit longer, like maybe 25 minutes. And then the next week we do a three minute run and a one minute walk. So we kind of like keep the running at three, but we decrease. I'm going to embarrass myself right now. So no. this would be me running. Okay. We would work on your form. <laughs> because I'd be so out of breath that I'd have to be like, oh, okay. So my thing is because I have anxiety when I start, when no. I start, I'm trying to get free training here on the show. When I, I start. <laughs> Um, if I get that chest pain or that chest, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, within limits, do you, like that shouldn't stop me necessarily, unless it's like chest pain, you know, like, I mean, there's, but it's, it's okay. It's going to be, it's normal to be out of breath and feel like you did that first time. Oh yeah. Well, and I think another, um, misconception, <laughs> um, Cause I remember like Walt talking to me and um, you know, about running and he'd be like, oh yeah. And then like, when we're doing our long runs, you know, we eat and I'm like, how do you eat and run at the same time? Right. I'm like, this is insane. And now in my head and probably in your head, just by the demonstration you just gave, okay. No, but you know what? Maybe we'll do another episode in six months and then I'll actually be running. And then, right? You know, and it'll be because of your support and your. Right? It'll <laughs> be fun. Um, but yeah, when you're running, I always thought like you had to run. Like back in the day when, well, now I'll really date myself. We used to do like the 50 yard dash, like in gym. Yes, yeah, so that's what I remember. But it could be more of a jog. Right. But it was like, remember you were trying, you were supposed to go fast. That's how I thought running was. Well, it's really not. You're just kind of more like this and not like <laughs> this. Yeah. So we're just kind of like this. Yeah. So see, you could do that. You could do that. So if you feel like you're <gasps> just take it back a notch, that means you're doing too much of this. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just take it back a notch because you're not trying to win a race. Cause, and that's what, um, it's like, okay, you guys, you got to pace yourself. Mm. Got to pace yourself. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It doesn't matter how far you go in the 20 minutes, just two minute run. And if you feel like I'm going too fast, take it down. In it. 
So I usually ask my guests, what is the biggest gift you gave to yourself that made the biggest difference in how you felt about yourself? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, that's a really good question. Um, it's a hard one, isn't it? It is. You know, I would say, I think the biggest gift I ever gave myself was just saying, you know what? You're not perfect. You're not the perfect mom. You're not the perfect employee. You're not the perfect wife. Just let it go. Just let it go and just do the best you can and be yourself. And I think just like trying to kind of remove that from myself you know, was, yeah, it kind of like really helped. Mm. Like I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't get that one, but let's work on the next one then, you know? Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. It is a hard question, but I find that there, there are things that are stopping each and every one of us, mm -hmm. and things that we tell ourselves. So I was just interested in what that was for you. So yeah, I appreciate it. Just learning that it's okay to not be, you know, perfect. Yes. And as you can see, my running form is not perfect. <laughs> we could totally work on that. <laughs> I had a look at your website and your blog. I love it. I oh, love thank it. Love you. It. Thank yes. you. It's so inspirational. Thank you. It really is. So is there anything, any other advice that you can give someone who's starting out who feels maybe that, um, I don't know, some days it just kind of want to give up? Oh, yeah. You know, I think we all have days like that, right? Don't yeah. we though? Yes. And I know like sometimes like I think, because I'm all like, um, like I know like for a while I thought, I should just not run. I suck at this. I'm always in the back. And then I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll just, yeah, forget it. I'll just, and I thought, okay, really, what is that going to do? Yeah. Like, Those are the days that you have to do it. You have to really, you know, it's like, just put those stupid shoes on and get out that door and go. You know, be angry and about I, it if you want. Yeah. Just, yeah. Do whatever you have to do, but <laughs> just, do it. Just do it. Just even like, just do whatever you're like not wanting to do. Yeah. Like, like we always say in running, just try to go do a mile, just do a mile, at least get that in, just do a, at least a portion of what it is, whatever it is you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Try to do a portion of it. And then it, it should probably hopefully kick in that, Hey, I am doing this even when I don't want to do it, you know? Absolutely. We, and we, we tell ourselves so many things. And then I think it's the days that we go out when we don't want to, that we're, we feel really good about it after. Right. Those yeah. are the days that it's like, okay, I felt horrible, but I still got it done. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's done. okay. That's enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the yeah. other day I went out for a bike ride and I haven't been on a bike in over a year and I got out there and I'm like looked the part got the <laughs> bike out was ready to go had my water had my pack of cigarettes had my <laughs> tea <laughs> my husband's like what are you doing 
I'm, I'm taking the bike out of the garage. He's like, okay. He goes, I'll see you in a few minutes. And I said, hey, I'm going to go out for a bike ride. Right. 12 minutes later, I'm panting in the door. <laughs> and he's like, I told you. He goes, I haven't even finished the dishes yet. And you're back. I'm like, I was gone for half an hour. And he's like, nope. <laughs> but, but, you know, I was like, okay, I'll go back out again. So the next day I did that. And the next day I did that. And the next, just trying to beat those 12 minutes, you know. And it, t- it took me a couple of weeks, but I made it to an hour. And it was, it was all good. And that's huge. And, you know. <laughs> yeah so it was great but a little by little by little and it's almost like I wanted to prove to him that I could do it right yeah right right but he's actually very supportive but um yeah so it's I don't know I think it's so much more than willpower yeah it is and it's it's something that you can't really I can't really accept it it is more than willpower it's just like well it's like a little voice that says so what else were you gonna do sit on the couch and eat bonbons mm. you know and i'm like oh yeah that's probably not a good idea yeah, you, there's so many benefits honestly like you mm-hmm. live longer healthier there's so many benefits <laughs> and you know right now there's there's people at home or in their car and they're listening to the show and you know, we're just trying to um, give people ideas and, and ways that they can become healthier, but also just to take the time for the self-care, even yeah. if you only run for five minutes, right. commit, commit to giving yourself five minutes. Cause you know, everybody's yeah. busy, right. But we choose how busy we are. Yeah. So, you know, and, and many of us have, you know, work and kids and all these things, but at the end of the day, if we can't give ourselves, you know, 20 minutes to try something, yeah, then what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen is we're not going to, we're going to burn out. We're not going to be able to help other people. And, you know, like, look at all the people you're helping now, just because you, yeah. you had belief in yourself, you know? Yeah. And it's, no, you are so right. And the other day we were, if you, if you are not healthy, if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of anybody else? And um, last, or Saturday, no, last Wednesday night, we run on Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings, and I was running with one of our runners, um, and I always hook up with her, you know, um, and we're doing our run walk, and <clears throat> we were just, we we're just looking around, and we're like, this is so great, you know, mm-hmm. we're out here, we're outside, it's a great evening, you know, we're chatting about this, we're chatting about that, all the other runners were all chit chatting and stuff. And I said, yeah, I said, normally, you know, back in the day, I'd go home, eat dinner, sit on the couch, and we'd be done, you know, you find more energy now, though. Oh, yeah. See, I think that's why when you don't have energy, you just come home, it's like a big circle, you just come home, have dinner, go to bed. Yeah because you don't have the energy, but you don't have the energy because you're not changing the, your body doing anything. Right. Yeah. I think it's the part. So, so much more difficult, but once you Mm -hmm. get that doesn't last forever. No, Mm -mm. no, that's, that's important for people to realize it, that beginning really hard part. It doesn't, you, you can enjoy it after that is over. Yeah. And you will start to enjoy it. Yeah. And like you said, five minutes, go, go 12 minutes on your bike, you know, you know, 
go for a walk around your block, just any little bit. And it'll slowly increase, you know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other ways you practice self-care besides writing? Um, just like giving time to, it doesn't have to be health related. Just, you know, I, I like reading. Do you? I like, yeah, I like just like reading. Like sometimes when I wake up early, I like to just read. You know, I, I treat myself to books, you know. Um, I like to have Chardonnay lunches with my girlfriends. <laughs> Very nice. The little reward there. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, with that's one thing we like to do. <laughs> that's great. And you love to write. You've written a book. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm getting back into my blogging again. So I like doing that. And oh my gosh, I have my dogs. Um, yes. And actually they're different. This sounds horrible. They're different dogs than, than I oh. had when I published the book. Yeah. Both of those guys both have to pass away. Now oh, I have two. No. <laughs> but, um, made me laugh today. Oh, but they're crazy. So my husband and I, um, well, I, I take them out running. So I run with my dogs. And that is one of my big joys in life is taking them out running. And we just, um, we just started with a dog trainer, an at-home dog trainer. And oh my God, we're having so much fun with it. <laughs> now you've got more energy so you can keep up with them. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, like just like just working with the dogs, you know, running with the dogs, just reading and yeah. Mm -hmm. Was yeah. there anything that we didn't talk about that maybe you wanted to mention during the show? I can't think of anything. Can you? <laughs> I feel like we covered kind of a lot. I know. I just, I just want like to give people the opportunity in case, you know, there was something on your journey that we, you know, cause we're, we're so involved in our conversation. Sometimes we, we, oh, yeah. that we want to, um, to. Well, I honestly can't think of anything else. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, where yeah. can we, where can we find you learn more about you? I know your book is on Amazon. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And there's a little bit of a, you know, you can look inside. There's a few pages in there that I was looking at, but, um, and I was curious, I'm like, who's Walt? Like, is this what she oh, named yeah. her running shoe? Like I couldn't understand it at first. And then I realized who it was. It was yeah. a great picture on your website of the two of you together. Yeah. Yeah. But where else can we find you? Um, at, on my website, seantegmeyer.com. Mm -hmm. And if anybody is in your area um, that wants to, um, you know, take up some training with you or anything like that, that's oh, how yeah. they get a hold of you or email. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. This is a great story. Like, how many of us, you know, start off the same way as Sean? And uh, she did it. And she looks so happy. Like, come on. She looks <laughs> no, it's important because you know, I'm yeah. a big advocate of choose happiness, you know, and like mm -hmm. you said, a lot of the times just to tie this in a lot of the times we, um, we wait for things to happen to us instead of taking charge. Right. And, yeah. And just the, the part about the taking the small steps and, you know, time is going to pass anyway. So what are we all going to do differently today that, you know, one year we can look back on and yeah. say, I did it. Yeah. Instead of, Ooh, I guess I should have done that. 
And I think another thing that um, like when you say, you know, choosing happiness, I think that, and now, you know, I kind of tell people this and I know it doesn't always work, but when you get up in the morning, you kind of have a choice Mm. on, on how you're going to start your day. Absolutely. You know, you can, um, cause I know I used to work with some people that was like, <laughs> yeah, no, I think we all have. Yeah. yeah, We all have those people at work that you're like, Oh boy, they haven't had their pot of coffee yet. But, yeah. um, I think that you can choose in the morning, you know, you can get up and I don't, I don't mean I get up and I go, Hey, I think I'm going to be happy today. Mm-hmm. I just try, you know, I just get up and think, okay, well, what do we got going today? Let's, you know, try to make it. Mm-hmm. as good as we can. I don't think that you should think, oh my gosh, now this is going to happen and that's going to happen. Just, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think, you know, all these changes, they can't exist. They can't exist without changing your mindset too. Right. The way that you think about them. Right. You know, because we could all find something negative in. Uh, in oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, yeah. The tough part. All day, every day. <laughs> so many people wake up and they rush to get to work and rush. And you feel like you're just never breathing. Right. You know, and running sounds like a great way to just go out there, de-stress, mm-hmm. especially right now with COVID. I see so many more people walking and trying to run. I love it. Oh, me too. Stuck inside, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There's, um, and I think I put this somewhere in my, I think it's at the end of my book. Oh, it is. The very last page. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I put, there's always something good out there for you. You just need to find it. You will. Yes. Always something good. You have to find it though. It's not going to come and find you. No. You got to go get it. You've got to be open to it. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise it's just going to pass you by. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Continue doing fabulous things. Honestly, I'm sure that you're changing lots of lives. And, you know, there's nothing like I would rather learn from somebody like you than learn from someone who I feel maybe is, you know, started running at like in their teens and is so like elite because it's your story behind uh, all your accomplishments that I can I can relate with. Yes. I, you know, a lot of people um, do tell me that, like they read the book and they're like, oh my God, I felt like you were writing my story. <laughs> and that's really important totally. as a motivator too. Yes. They're like, I, I honestly thought you were writing about me. <laughs> Did I tell you this story and you wrote it? And I said, no, that would be my story too. So it's, it's, it's not a unique story. Um, it's something that I think so many of us go through. I just happen to write mine down. I think it's great. It's very healing also to write write down. Yes, yes absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and, and for, you know, just sharing every, your heart with us and sharing everything that you learned and, and on your journey for, for everybody who's listening at home. I really do appreciate it. It was great to meet you. You made me laugh like, crazy (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much and yeah your book looks fabulous yeah (laughs) i'm sure we'll talk again i think we will (laughs) 
Thank you, Sean. You have a oh, great Thank night. you. You do the same. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.